Hey, this is Lala. Lala Sunday Traditions. I haven't been recording for the last couple weeks. Work, life, trying to be one with the universe. But this just crossed me and I really want to touch, touch base on this. Siblings that treat their outside siblings different from their familiar siblings. Meaning that maybe your mom, your dad had a child or children before you came in the picture who are now acknowledging those children or child want to build relationships but the other siblings that they're familiar with they all have a problem with it. This is how I view this. If you have a child from a past relationship, whether it be a man or woman, you would expect your significant other to accept your child from a different relationship all day. I'm not saying take care of. I said accept because everybody has baggage. And you would have a problem if, say, you're a mother and you have full custody of the child and he goes over the child goes over to the dad's house and the dad has another kid by an, by another spouse. And that child treated your child like shit. And your child brought that to your, your attention. You would have a problem with that. Because you, your first reaction would be like, you need to treat my child just like you treat that child. Right? Let's think about that for a minute. You would want your child to be treated just like they treat the other child that they take care of 24-7. So why would it be any different if you found out that you had a brother or a sister that you didn't know about? I'm just saying that because I know people that do that. That, you know, for 30 years they didn't know that they had a sister or a brother. But yet when they find that out oh no, that's not my sister and I'm not accepting that. But yet you would want that same treatment. You would want, you would want your child to be treated just the same if the situation was flipped around. To me, that sounds like naive, narrow-minded thinking, which a lot of people do. And it really, it, it really sickens me because you're, you're in, you're instilling that in your, in, in your children that it's okay to dislike your sibling because they weren't from the same parent. That's wrong. That is wrong. On all accounts, that is wrong. You're teaching your child the bedding of negativity and judgment. And we already have enough of that in the world. Be open-minded. Teach them that it's okay that that child is from somebody else. Teach them that it's okay that you may see blue, but they see red. Because that's what it really comes down to, down to is diversity. And we see enough hatred and diversity in the world, so why would you want your child to suffer from that because you feel some type of way are you trying to tell me that your child 
has more of an open mind than you do. And you're a grown-ass woman or a grown-ass man. Get over yourself. It ain't about you. It's about your child and what you are teaching them. And I'm sorry, but that is so disgusting to me. Like, that really sickens my soul that people are that type. You know, it, it just really sickens me. And not that. Like, it's not just that. It's, you know, people who teach their kids how to be racist or prejudiced because that person looks different or because that person has a different religion than you. That sickens me. Because we weren't born to hate. We were raised to hate. And if you are a person of color, and when I mean color, I'm not just talking about black. I'm talking about, you know, Latino, Mexican, Asian, Korean, whatever. How can you sit there and say, I don't like racism, but yet instill it in your kids? Say if you're mixed with black and white. You don't want your kids to go through the racist shit that you went through. But you think it's okay for them to treat somebody different because of how they were raised. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Wrong, wrong on all levels. I've experienced racism majority of my life and I'm 34 years old. So majority I'm going to say about a good 20, 25 years I've experienced racism. And I and I don't hate white people. They just are not they're narrow-minded and naive. Some were raised like that and I get it. Whatever. But I was taught no matter where you come from, you treat every person the same. And I've instilled that in my kids. I've instilled that in relationships that I've been in. That don't expect me to go with what you think because my mother told me and my mother raised me never to judge anybody by their skin color because we've been judged all our life by that. Open your mind. We're all different. That's what's the that's what's so beautiful. Because if we were all the same, the world would be stagnant and it's not. And people need to realize like everything is changing and it's a beautiful thing if you can embrace it. <clears throat> but most people don't want to embrace it because they're scared to change. That's how racism got started. They didn't want to understand something that they weren't familiar with. So instead of understanding it, they hated it. Which is ridiculous in my opinion. This generation is so open-minded that it's so amazing and scary at the same time. Because my generation was not like that. At all. My generation was 
very cut and dry. So it was kind of hard for me growing up because let's, let's go back in my history, my background. I was born in Memphis, Tennessee, Orange Mountain, Tennessee. I'm African-American woman. At three years old, I left there and moved to Lafayette, Indiana. Okay. A hick town. When I mean hick town, there was less than five black families in that town. And to add on that all the Lafayette Police Department back then were all Ku Klux Klan members. It's still racist today. They still come there today, to this day. First time I saw them was actually when I was 18 years old. Coming down a big hill about two, I'd say about a block away from my house. The next street over. And the police straight said, you know, ran in and I was wondering why this man was dressed up in all this red attire and big old cross and all these white-hooded people, like, yeah, my mom told me about it, but I seen it in the movies, but never saw it in real life, and I saw it then. And the police were there. And the police said, we're not here to protect you. We're here to protect them. Yeah. When I was 14, I was on a moped, going, running up the street on this hill, and my moped was going, so I mean, a moped only goes like 30, 40 miles per hour. The truck was behind me, swerving the other one. He looked at me, rolled down his window, looked at me, and he said, Of course, a common fucking nigger. I was 14 at the time. Smiled and went on. But this is a town that I grew up in, right? Now, most of you are going to be like, Oh, you know, I want to tolerate this. Okay, let me, let, let me, let me go ahead and clarify some things. The black people that were in this town were not accepting of me either. So let me throw that on the boat. Let me throw that out there. As I was torn between two worlds. When I mean two worlds, I mean the white world and the black world. Because the black people weren't accepting me because I wasn't black enough. And the white people weren't accepting me because I wasn't white at all. So you could see how identity crisis I dealt with. And I'm still kind of dealing with now. Well, I'm embracing my culture, but that's only because some people, some, some African Americans has educated me. But then, no, I was not educated. And a lot of you be like, well, where's your family and all that? They were out living their lives. They weren't really teaching me a lot about my culture. Period. I remember all the way up, I think, until I was 13... I celebrated Kwanzaa every year, dressed up in the outfits and everything. After that, I didn't do it anymore. Now, this year, I am going to, I'm going to do that. Embrace my culture and everything. And a lot of people are looking at me like I'm crazy because in the past, I had said some offensive things to my African-American people only because I felt some type of way because they didn't accept me because I wasn't black enough. Okay. So when people are like, black people can't be racist, you're a liar because I experienced that first, first fucking hand. Since I didn't talk with a slang, since that I didn't have, since I didn't have a weave or braids in my hair, 
and I talked proper English, I wasn't black enough. So don't try to tell me, jump on my shit and say, oh, no, you didn't hang out with the wrong people, right people. No, because I went to, I went to girls' school in Indianapolis, Indiana, where there's a lot of black people there. And, and that's where I experienced that. You ain't black enough. How are you going to sit there and say you're black? I'm just as black as you. Oh, because I talk proper English? Oh, no, it wasn't proper English to them. It was I talk white. So I heard all my life. I talk white. Go hang with us because you wasn't black enough. Because I wasn't hood. I wasn't ghetto. I was educated. So don't sit here and tell me that black people can't be racist. Because I experienced that for a lot of my fucking, a lot of my childhood into my adolescence, into my high school years. So we'll say from 10 years old until I was 18 years old. Eight years I experienced that. I was shunned by my own people because I wasn't black enough. I wasn't hood enough for them. So don't sit here and say that black people cannot be racist because yes, they can. Just like any other race. Yes, they can. Because they were like that towards me. And we need to stop that. We need to embrace everybody because everybody's been through some shit. Whether they admit it or not, everybody's been through some shit. And the world needs to stop putting everybody in categories. Whether you're Christian, whether you're Catholic, whether you're Buddhist, whether you're Muslim, stop putting people in categories. Because if you want to know the breakdown of it, Christianity is a pagan religion, religion which is the same as Wicca. Okay? People are like, Muslims are bad. If you want to look, I, I researched not the whole book of the Quran, but a lot of it. And Allah is God saying. A lot of the things that they say are the same. So don't sit here and say different. Okay. I've learned over the last three or four years of opening my eyes and embracing everything the universe has that you have to stop letting people tell you what you can and can't do, who you are and who you are not. That is destroying us. We are all individuals. We are all different. And that's why we were all beautiful. And we need to all embrace it. Instead of being scared of it, embrace it. Embrace the different. Because how, how, do you, how do you know that the person that you meet that is Muslim can't teach you something that you've never learned in your life and then it's an eye-opener? Knowledge is power. How do you know that the Korean person can teach you uh, a meal that you get at the restaurant all the time but teaches you 10 times better and it tastes 10 times better than you sit at the restaurant. We're all here to learn things. Period. And you being nasty and negative to the, toward the next person, you're, you're not learning anything. And just remember that whatever you put out, energy, that you put out in the universe will always come back to you threefold whether it be you your child your spouse 
your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, karma will always come. So if you're a person that sits on the internet and trolls others, oh, it's going to come back to you. If you're one of those people that are negative 24-7 and judgmental, oh, it's going to come back to you. Always. The universe always will give you what you put out. If you put out negative, nasty shit, the universe is going to give you negative, nasty shit times three. Always. Because we are here to inspire, learn, and motivate. That's it. That is it. And I wish more people would understand that. Like, my life has been a lot of negativity, but it's because of the energy that I put out there. The things that I've done in my past has reincarnated itself in my present. And I had to come to terms with that. I'm not saying that I, you know, physically hurt somebody. Maybe I hurt somebody with what I said or what I did. But the universe paid that back to me. Times three. And unless you know, unless you can heal yourself, the universe will always give it back to you. If you ask, you shall receive. Like everybody says, a lot of people says, a closed mouth can't get fed. What you give out will come back, whether it's good or bad. And I just want people to realize that whatever you instill in your child, you spread to the rest of the world. Thug life. The hate you give little infants fucks everyone. Because it does. Period. Anyway, that's it. That's all I want to come at. Lala out of the building. Have a great week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Peace, love, happiness, and everything in between.